What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Revolutionary Friendship, a show where two friends shoot the shit about funny and serious topics. We are your hosts. I'm Joshua. I'm Justin. And on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about our weeks. Uh, Josh's special uh, thing he didn't mention last week. Uh, talk about some news topics, some sports, and the movie slash TV show we watched. Uh, but first, we just want to thank those who uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice uh, for our freedoms uh, with today being Memorial Day. We wanted to uh, say that. So uh, saying that, uh, how was your week, Josh? Uh, my week was actually pretty good. Um, like I had mentioned last week, I had taken some time off work. So I was taking that time just to, you know, put things in order and take care of like errands and things like that, that I wasn't, that I don't really have the time to like while working. Right. Um, just easier when things, you know, when I'm off work. And then um, it was my birthday last week. So there was that. So that was cool. And then uh, just had some friends over over the weekend or our friends over over the weekend. And right. um, just hang out. And that's that's basically it, really. Nothing, um, nothing too exciting. It's nice to be away from work. And um, really kind of makes me realize that like I've I've always had this idea that I I'm kind of stuck where I'm at mm-hmm. um, when it comes to Starbucks. Um, I have I have good benefits. I have good perks. I've you know, it's it's a great job. But I think I've I think I'm at a point where I've outgrown the job and it's been like that for a while. Right. And um, so just kind of looking at different things uh, during my time off and you know that's all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, in that business, like, unless you're going to start owning some, there's really not much more you can do. Right, exactly. And it's, you know, I I keep being told, oh, you know, like, yep, yeah, we're, you know, there's, you're, you know, you're going to be next. There's a store for you. There's a store for you. And it, you know, I, I, I see other people getting stores or getting promoted, and it's those people who, you know, kind of brown nose a little bit and mm-hmm. I'm, you know, you know me and those, you know, other people listening that know me know that I'm not that kind of person whatsoever. Um, yeah. And I'm there's gonna... so many, there's only so many stores and so many regional manager spots, you know, you really, exactly. you know, it's a hard, it's a hard to keep going up in that field. So exactly. So, so what, what about you? How, how, how was your week? Uh, pretty simple. Not too much. Uh, we had the family over today, a little barbecue for Memorial Day. Uh, but other than that, it was, you know, normal week. Uh, not too crazy. Uh, work was a little busy because of Memorial Day, but for the most part, yeah, just a normal week. Right on. Right on. Um, so with that being said, what what do, what do you want to jump into first? I know, I know we have quite a bit to talk. Oh, you know what? Let's do what I went and saw this week. Let's right. start with that. So, this week, we're going to put out an episode on Friday. Uh, usually, exactly. put it out Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, and the reason for that is because, Josh, go ahead and say what you did. So, I I got invited to go to a cast preview of uh, Disney's Avengers Campus, which is opening in uh, California Adventure on June 4th. Which is so, Friday. 
yeah, so Friday. So when you listen to this, you will be listening to it on the day that the campus opens, the new land opens. I just can't talk about it and release it on social media. That was one of the requirements or right. one of the stipulations of going. Um, I couldn't take pictures. I couldn't do anything. So the four of us, the four of us that went, it was me, uh, our friend, our friend Chris, uh, who's a cast member, and then our friend Leah and her brother went. Um, I basically had to put. They put a sticker over both cameras on my phone, and then the other three of them had to have their phones in, uh, like a plastic bag or like a a sealable bag. Why? Why is yours different? So. And that's what we didn't understand. <laughs> and you need one phone to mobile order. Gotcha. So that's why one phone is out and has the stickers on, and then the rest of them are sealed. I'm surprised they didn't do the cast members as being the ones, since they it, could trust those I, more. I, I think they were supposed to, but okay. I was the I was the first at the table, and I don't know she I don't know if she assumed that I was the cast member or or what it was. Gotcha. But that's just that's just what happened. Gotcha. Um. So there are going to be, if you don't want to know about the land, um, kind of fast forward, maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Um, but I'm going to kind of give you kind of a little sneak peek into the land. Um, the land has replaced Bugs Land. So it is kind of small. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one restaurant. There is a bar, uh, one food stand, and then one ride. And that's kind of it right now. Um, the big building, the big campus is closed right now. Okay. So I'm assuming once I'm assuming you can go in there and that's mm-hmm. going to be a bunch of interactive things that are going to be in there. Um, the food was cool. The food was good. Um, we, I ordered that big uh, fried chicken sandwich. Nice. With a little bun. Yeah. So the bun trash. Of course, the bun, the bun sucks. Right, well, that's it, it to. was. It's like... It was, yeah. Um, but the chicken was good. It was. It wasn't like fried chicken. It was almost like, um, think of like a like a schnitzel kind yeah. of fried yeah. chicken. Not like um, not like southern crispy right, right, fried right. chicken. Right. Um, and then we also got uh, a PBJ sandwich, but it was uh, peanut butter, jelly, bacon, and banana. Right. And that was bomb. Um, her brother got the Caesar salad, which came with like a giant crouton, which is just a big piece of toast. Right. Um, and then we also got the buffalo chicken smothered pretzel. Um, and that was, eh, it was all right. right. But other, like the other things, the other food was really good. Okay. Um, they do have a giant panini, but it's already like cut up and it feeds probably, I think it's like eight pieces. And then it comes with. Comes with like a big salad and like other things, and it's a hundred bucks. Oh my but, god! But if you think about it, if eight people are gonna eat, right, true, and everybody's fine with eating the panini, right, you're only looking at what twelve bucks a person, thirteen dollars yeah, a person, and true. it ends up, you know, it kind of makes true. sense. It kind of makes sense a little bit. So uh, there was that. The food was good. The food was good. My only gripe was. It just took forever, just because it was the only food place open. Right. Um, other than like the food stand, it it just took a long time. Um, hopefully they can kind of figure out those kinks, because once it said, "Oh, your food is ready," 
you know, because it was, oh, you know, you have the time window. So it was like one thirty right. to 2.30. So once one thirty hit, I was like, I'm here. You know, they can start preparing the food. And then that took another 20 minutes. And then it's like, okay, go ahead and get in, you know, go ahead and come get your food. Right. And then there was another line, which took right. another 10 minutes. Right. You know, so, and the only thing, the only thing with that was, is because where you go in to pick up your food was inside. So they can't have a bunch of people inside. So they're right. still regulating that. So with everything considered, I want to go, I want to go back when there's no regulations. Right. Uh, when everything's fully opened up. Um, the ride is awesome. Okay. Um, you, it's is almost it? like, toy, it's almost like Toy Story. Okay. So you, you go in and you're inside the, the lab and basically you have, uh, there's all these little like spider bots. It's like a Spider-Man ride. So it's all okay. these little spider bots. Um, I, I have, I mean, no one's going to be able to see it, but <laughs> I, I have, I have a little one I can show you. So it's like these little like spider bots. Right. So they're pretty cool. Um, and they're basically, they've gone, you know, something's gone wrong and they're going, they're going crazy and they're start they're starting to destroy the Avengers campus. So Spider-Man needs your help. Um, so you go in and, uh, there's four people, uh, in your, in your thing, your ride or whatever. Ride, I don't know what ride, you call ride it. Vehicle. Yeah. Your ride vehicle. So there's four people on one side and then there's four people on another side. Right. Um, I go in, they, you give, you got 3d goggles and I'm like, okay, what am I going to shoot with? Like, there's right. nothing, there's nothing here. And on the screen in front of you, all of a sudden it pops up and there's this like glow glowing figure and i was like what the heck and i moved my arms up and down and the figure's moving it's it picks up your motion sense no shit and so you you have to you you're you're throwing your arms like you're shooting like spider-man spider-man gotcha and it picks it up holy shit and what keeps you entertained is obviously it all it's all keeping score Right. So there's different there's different bots. There's some that are green. So if you hit those, they they give you more points and on all this other stuff, right? Um, so that was really cool. That was really really cool. I was and, uh, um, that sounds like a technical nightmare that is probably going to be broken down a lot. I I don't know. I I mean I, mean, that, I hope not. But that yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was worried about. Right. You know when when we're standing in line and and things like that, but. You know, it, it wasn't a problem when we were on it. So right. I guess we'll see. So there's that. And then after, you know, there's a little shop and it has, they, they do sell little uh, Spider-Man like attachments right. that you can, that you can wear and there's different ones and they all have different like special abilities. Okay. So, and, and those work on the ride. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. So they marketed it that way. So that's, that's pretty cool. And they're not like super expensive. Like my little spider bot that I got, if I push him. You know, he mo- he lights up and and he moves and he runs across the the floor. I think it was only like fifteen bucks. Okay. And then there's a, and then there's a bigger one uh, that you can control, like it's got like a remote control. Right. So so that was pretty cool. Um, there's other things that like we couldn't really get to experience because I think uh, there was a Doctor Strange show and obviously they're not having shows right now. Right. Um. They did have one kind of show, but I think it was just because they were recording it, or they were like film recording it. It was right. a show with uh, the warrior, the the women warriors from Wakanda. Okay, and it seemed like it was, um, like the Jedi Academy, okay. but 
but with with the warriors and and they look freaking awesome you know they come out and they're spinning and flipping their spears and right. you know doing all this stuff so i i there's a lot of there's a lot of things that i didn't get to experience just because of you know covid regulations not because the not because the land sucks right um i did feel a little underwhelmed though just okay. because and, and and after like really thinking about it i think kids who were my age when they first saw star wars who saw mm. avengers when they were that age they're gonna have that emotional connection to the land right but me like i've never i don't know any of the like i walked in and like well i've never seen this building before i've never seen this like <laughs> you know i it's not something that i grew grew up with right. so comparing it to galaxy's edge you know i walked into galaxy's edge and i'm like holy shit i can't believe the millennium falcon is real right you know, and I think I think little kids who grew up on Avengers are going to have that feeling. Okay. Um, but like I said, I I don't I I think the land I think the land is great. I I'm glad I got to go now rather than trying to go like the first month it it opened. Right. Um, because that I don't think it's worth it because you're not getting the full experience. Right until they get everything done with the with COVID and everything. Exactly. And it's not, not because, like I said, not because the land is terrible. Mm -hmm. It's just because you're not getting that foot. You're only getting, I would say, maybe like 70%. Um, so I think they're going to expand a little bit. And um, I don't know. I mean, hopefully they expand because it'll, it'll, it'll be cool. But they, they had a bunch of characters out. So I think they're going to have a lot of, you know, places you can take photos. So we saw... Um, on walking around on top of the camp on the the actual building of the campus, there was Iron Man, Black Panther, uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, um, Iron Man, Thor. Uh, there was Spider Man. There was Loki. There was uh, you know the warriors from Wakanda. Like there was a there's a lot of characters. So I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more like character interactions and character involvement. Right. That you just can't experience right now because of the COVID regulations. Right. Okay. So. Did they have all the entrances open for you guys? Or just the main one off of the main strip? Uh, the entrance they had open was connected to Guardians. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So they had everything else was everything else was closed. Okay. So. All right. But yeah, it, it cool. was cool. It was it was it was a it was a cool experience. The only shitty thing was I I got very sunburned. <laughs> um, I dude miserable Where, man. Just on just on the top of your head. Well, I I got sunburned on my arms, but now it's you know once I usually get sunburned in two days it turns into a tan. That, right. That's kind of usually what happens. Um, I got sunburned on my neck, and the top of my head <laughs> was really burnt and. I think it was two uh, yesterday morning. I woke up and I'm in the bath. I like I'm in the bathroom after I first thing I wake up and I rubbed my hand over my head and I feel like this like scab on my head. I'm like, what the hell is this? So before like picking at it, I go ask my roommate. I'm like, you know, I tilt my head down. I'm like, hey, what what does this look like? Like what what is it? He goes, I don't know. It looks like it looks like pus. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Like great. I've blistered on my head, and so. You know, there's that, and then now now it's peeling, and it's extremely like itchy. Yeah. 
and then obviously the skin under it, it's like super sensitive. So like I, if, I'm just miserable now, at the moment. So yeah, yesterday you t- you told me the story, and then you said, I asked you, are were you were you wearing sunscreen? And you said no, and I said why not? And you said, oh, it's only supposed to be seventy two degrees, and I'm like. It has nothing to do with how hot it is. It has to do with the sun, dummy. Right. So, <laughs> even the, even though I know that, <laughs> my whole life I think I've always based the fact of whether I'm going to wear sunscreen or not based on the temperature. <laughs> I've never put sunscreen on when it's 70 degrees outside. I've only ever put sunscreen on if it's like 95 and above. Even sometimes then, I don't even bother. But I've never had my I've never had my head get that sunburned before. Right. So I'm gonna have to look into something. <laughs> especially if I'm just gonna especially if I'm constantly shaving my head at the moment. So. Well that's the other thing too. You used to used to having more hair. Yeah. And I'm either like either or like wearing a hat or Right. You know, whatever. And I didn't have it either, so, so. there goes there was that. Yeah. So so that was an extra, that was a free um, souvenir that I got from <laughs> Avengers Campus. So I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I'm excited to see it, hopefully in October. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm assuming by then, too, I, more things will be open with it and you'll get to experience it right. to, its full, to its full capacity. So Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, I didn't get to take any pictures of anything or, you know, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, but. I mean, but at least you got to go, so. Yeah, yeah, and we and we did take cast member, like, uh, like photo pass pictures. Oh, okay. Um, but we don't get those until June 4th. Friday. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we don't get those until Friday. Yeah, so. But they're free, so there's Yeah, that I mean, too, you so can't beat cool. that, so. All right. Yeah. That that'll be another souvenir along with your uh, your sunburn. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, where where do you want to go next? I feel like we have a lot of sports to cover. All right, let's talk sports. Or do or or do you? Oh, let's get let's get this Kamala Harris thing out of the way first. So, you along with a lot of uh, right wing media. Had a problem with what Kamala Harris said on Friday, so why don't you go ahead and explain yourself on that? So my my thing was so she posted on her Twitter on Friday, mm-hmm. basically, and it just said enjoy the long weekend, and people got really bent out of shape about it. <laughs> Don't say people. Say you. No, 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 no. no. Oh, well, no. Before, beforehand, before, before me. People got really bent out of shape about it. I wasn't more. I wasn't upset about it. I was just more sane, and I think that's where it, it kind of gets a little misconstrued. Of you know, with with things on on social media, I was just more more kind of saying that. I don't okay, how do I explain it? I, okay. I was just more saying that we need to hold politicians to the same standard. As what? 
as as whatever that standard is that you that you feel should should be the standard. I okay. feel that we need to hold politicians across the board to that same standard because if Trump had said that, enjoy the long weekend. Before he could even wait until Monday to say something, actually on Memorial Day, we all know that the Democratic Party would have had a field day with it. And it and it just and it goes and it and it literally and it goes both ways because that's that's exactly what you know the you know the Republican Party did and you know the what is it the right wing media and and everything like that they they have this agenda of you know of scrutinizing every little thing that the other one says and trying to make a news headline about it. Um, today. She actually did post something on her on her Twitter, and she on the actual Memorial Day, on the actual Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to ignore it. I uh, I I screenshot it and I post it again on my Instagram because I feel like I kind of eat. I need to eat a little bit of crow pie, and at the same time, but you, I also like the the person that I am, the. The one who, you know, that side of me that, you know, believes in conspiracy theories and like, you know, I, I get in my own head about it. I sit there and I speculate. Was her intention always to say something or now it's clouded because you've re- you've received all of this backlash. So are you just posting something to kind of cover up from all of the backlash? And I'm not saying so which one no, no. Is right or which so one is, you, you know what I mean? were basically saying she was guilty because it was what you thought because you thought she only did this because uh, she got backlash because of what she said on Friday no I said I said we don't know right I said but, we, I said, but I then said your little post know. made it seem like if that is what you thought. Just like no, I don't think so. You could that wasn't what you were conveying. No, because you did a little passive aggressive post today about it. I so said, it obviously I, I, bothered I, I you. Don't I, I say it didn't bother. No. No, I, no, I said, you you did a little passive aggressive post this morning about it. Don't say this you didn't. Morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah so it did bother you. Yeah. Don't keep saying it didn't. Or that you oh, were I just we were talking about saying, this no. You were you, you it obviously bothered you. But you, you're not saying that. You're trying to like, oh, Trump, oh, this. That it didn't. It bothered you, and I'm trying to figure out why it bothered you. I, I think okay. So I think why it bothered me is because, and I, I said this. I said this during you know election time. There was all of this. Um, there was this big push on trying to get educated, you know, with politics and know what's going on, and and. You know, you know, we need to be educated to, you know, to have the right people leading the country. But as soon as, you know, Trump was out of office, it didn't matter who who took over. Everything else just dropped off. Every everybody's stopped. I feel like everybody's stopped paying attention because before I would always see, oh, you know, uh, can you believe Trump is doing this? Trump is doing this. Trump is doing that. And now there's no like those same people aren't holding Biden accountable, you know, maybe he just because he's not super like outspoken like Trump is. I'm not saying like Biden's not doing a bad job, but he's not doing a good job. 
You know what I mean? There's still things that I I just don't understand how people can just all of a sudden turn like a blind eye to it and think you know that that tr- that that Trump was the problem and that was it. No, because it like like I said during election time, the same problem still exists. There's still a problem of race in this country. There's still a problem of um you know, fi- financial problems in this country. You know, we, we have okay. all, 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 the, all the same Again, problems exist. I, I agree with you on that, but that's not what they're talking about. Why did you have a problem with what she posted on Friday? Because I don't think it was the time and place to say enjoy the long weekend based on why we have the weekend. I think okay. if it was like labor, I think because, okay, because here's this. If she would have, if you, she would have, if she said this on, wait, wait, if she said this on uh, Martin Luther King weekend, would it be wrong, or or just? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Why, why? Be, because why? Because you you're you're missing the they're, they're missing the point. How, how many people? And she and she wouldn't say it, and she wouldn't say it on Martin Luther King Day. Why not? Because she knows how do you know? the back. How do you know? She, because she. How do you know? Because she know because she knows because she knows the backlash that she would have received. So there so you're you're basically saying she says this is okay because she doesn't support the military. It's basically what you're trying to say. With I with what evidence? I don't want to say is what I'm trying to I'm trying to get like you jumped to this conclusion and you didn't there's no evidence of that. Like you know how many people walked out of their office or talked on Friday about how happy they were that it was a three-day weekend? Like, do you think she's right. any different than everybody else? And no. that doesn't discourage about or or take away of what Memorial Day is. Like, it's one day. Yeah, it's a three-day weekend. A lot of people were happy about it. And those same people probably posted stuff about the fallen and what they sacrificed for us. So what's the difference? Why was it okay for normal people to do it and not her? What's wrong with saying it's a happy, it's a three-day weekend? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> well, that's I don't what have, I'm saying. I don't well, have a, you have I to know because have it bothered you enough to post and get all butthurt about it. I just don't think it's – I can understand, like, oh, you know, like, cool, it's a three-day weekend and things like that. Like, I just I, – I think that she – if she would have said it, that you're in. If she would have said it today, it's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't have to go to war today. That's a problem because it's the actual day that we're remembering those who've fallen. But she didn't. She did it on Friday when everybody was happy that it was a three day week. Yeah. Yeah. No, you bring. I mean, you you bring up a point. You know. So I was, I was just. I saw your post about it. I didn't want to post. I want to talk about it on here because I know you don't like to to get into arguments online for the most part because everything gets misconstrued. But I kind of wanted to hear why you were so upset about it. I don't know. I th- I think, it, I mean, I, and obviously, like, it, it makes sense for, you know, to us have this, you know, luckily you and I have this platform together that we can have these conversations and that's right. the whole point of, you know, us having them. But I don't know. I just, I just didn't think that. I, at first, I thought it was a joke. Like when I first saw the post, I was like, "There's no way she said that." And I went to like her Twitter, and I was like, "I can't believe she said that." 
I don't know. I, I was just, just more like I, I was. I don't know. I was just more shocked. Like I, it just. I don't think. I think someone in her position needs to like. You need to like think about what you're gonna post. Knowing the knowing the magnifying glass that you're under the entire time, you know people are going to take things out of context. Well, of all course, the time. it doesn't matter what she so says, right? So don't so don't give them any ammo. Like, and and that's what I don't understand. Like, it wasn't was, ammo. It was only ammo to certain people who wanted to I mean, see, but, but, who wanted to make something was, out of nothing. Was, Right, but it w- but it ended up being something. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just think it. I just think she could have gone without saying it. That's all. I, That's all. And whatever. I didn't think it was a big deal. Like it was. Everybody in the country who had Monday off, I guarantee you, they said, "Oh, I'm so happy I have Monday off." Not yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have a good week. Good weekend, but that that Monday, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be um, um, remembering those. You know, everybody who left the office said, "Oh, great! I have a three day weekend." Who did? There's yeah. no difference. No I, no, I get that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So, I don't all know. right, let's move on. Okay. All right, so let's talk a little sports. All right, okay. so last uh, was it Saturday, right? Was the Champions League well, final? Well, let's talk about the Europa League final real quick. Okay, and that was uh, Manchester United Wednesday. versus. Oh, I don't remember. Who was it? I'm trying to remember. Villarreal. Villarreal. There you go. And Villarreal ended up winning. Was it eleven ten on penalties? Yeah, it went yeah. to like the eleventh round or something. Yeah, eleven ten in a penalty shootout. Uh, being a United fan, what was your thoughts on the game? Um, I think this is absolutely the nail in the coffin. Uh, all it needs to go. And I can't believe the decisions he made, like going into like match day. I absolutely cannot fathom why he chose the roster that he did. Well, we're gonna um, get we're, we're, we're gonna get into it, but I think uh, Pep said, "Hey, uh, Ole, hold my beer on that one." But we'll talk about that when it comes well, to Champions League. Yeah. But um, so. I knew I I'm, and I hate that I'm like this. As soon as I saw our starting lineup, mm-hmm. and I saw that De Gea was in goal, I right. knew we lost. Okay, absolutely, I knew we lost. Now I don't follow um, United. Obviously, uh, has he been playing most of the year? Has it been a backup? No. I mean, has he been a backup? No. I really don't know. He's basically so. I, I will I will pull these up. I will pull this up real quick. This season. Mm-hmm. De Gea has had 26 appearances. Okay. He's had um, 60 saves. And uh, nine clean sheets, 12 wins, and five losses. Okay. Henderson has had 13 appearances, Mm -hmm. but 40 saves, four clean sheets, 10 wins, and one loss. Based on those stats, Henderson is the more reliable keeper right even though he's played less games he's played less than 10 or 13 less games Mm -hmm. and he has 20 less saves right like he he's i don't know it's 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 ultimately like night and day um 
as soon, yeah, I just, I just, I knew that we had lost. And then also, I don't, I cannot stand whoever runs the ESPN FC fucking Twitter page because right. they're morons, morons. Yeah, all in, so- and then, soccer's not covered great on ESPN. It's not covered well, really no, anywhere good in in America, but really bad. N- on nothing a, is covered. Nothing ESPN. is covered great on ESPN. True. Um, I don't understand how all of a sudden they started saying. Um, Mourinho had, I can't believe Mourinho won Europa League with the roster that he had. The roster he had was stacked. Right. Like there's, they're saying it like, oh, his roster, it was like a bunch of farmers. No, what the fuck? Like it, right. it, it, it was, it was, he, he was missing, he was missing Zlatan and he was missing Luke Shaw, but he still had a stacked team. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't know what happened in our game. It just we were we we should have dominated that game. Dominated. So the game was pretty good. Like both sides played pretty well in in the game. Yeah. Um the shootout man, De Gea wasn't close on any save. Like he was awful. He he did not look like he wanted to be there. No. All. Like he didn't like most time he didn't even try. Like it was bad like i was like wow he doesn't want to try to save any of these no it was it was just he was going through the motions it was all so talking to a couple other friends i need De Gea to ball out in the euros for because then we can spain? sell because then we can for spain sell for a bigger price sell, then we can sell high i yeah. need him to well, ball out you should have sold high last time was it yeah, last olympic ago, or last Last World Cup, right? Yeah, when when Madrid wanted him, we should have gotten rid of him. Yeah, you should have sold him that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a mess, man. I' not happy about it, but you know, hopefully, so hopefully, some changes happen. Do you but. think your guys should get rid of the coach or not? Do you think Ole goes or no? Probably not, dude. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because. You don't hear anything bad coming out of the locker room about the guy. Like the players seem no. to like him, and you know he did finish second, and he got you to the Europa League final. Like it's hard to replace a guy like that, but it's not unheard of. Um, but at this point, who do you get? Like that's still available. Um, I mean, Pochettino, I guess, is still pop- a possibility. Um, but other than that, like who? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I really, I really don't know. Now, I'm with you. I don't think he's a good. Co- I think he's a good coach. Like I think he's a guy that'll probably do good, getting those teams up from the championship or from a lower division. I think that he's that kind of coach, or maybe even saving some. Uh, you know, when a coach gets fired later in the season, but. I don't see him being the caliber that Man U need or Man United needs, you know. Right. So yeah, he just. I think he kind of lacks that. Um, the, like the like in game stuff. Yes. Like I think he's good at training and like behind the scenes, but like in the game, he. I don't you don't see him up. Decisions. You know, you don't see him up coaching a lot in the games. Like he's really not no. one of those coaches that's on the. The line the whole time, you know? Right. So. But. 
Um, but yeah, that leads us into Champions League. Yeah. Did you watch? I did. I watched uh, the last 25, 20, 25 minutes. I was sleeping. I had to work that night. So. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I watched a little bit of the highlights. Um, Chelsea won one nothing. Uh, it seemed like the game cho- uh, changed when Kevin De Bruyne went out with the injury. Um, you know, he's, he's basically their best player. Um, and when he goes out, like they think that basically put the nail in the coffin for uh, for uh, for City. Yeah, I I agree. But even before that, I think yeah, it was kind of going back and forth a little bit. I but I just think that. Chelsea was kind of just dominating. I think it was in their heads. It was in the Manchester City players' heads that Chelsea had already beaten them twice in the last month. Right. In big in and not just in regular games. Like beaten them in what the FA Cup final, and yeah. then um, and then I think it's just a regular a regular a regular game. But it was an important game that. You know, but yeah, it, for but Chelsea. it was an important. It, oh. Yeah, it, well, it was an important game for City because I think that, that was the game that City needed to win. Correct, they, they could have won the Premier. They could have won the Premier League. Yeah, earlier. Right. Um, I have no idea who. Uh, what's his name? Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, I have no idea who he was before he joined Chelsea, but <laughs> the guy knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. And... Um, the only thing I wish would have happened, I wish, Pulisic would have scored. I yeah, really I mean, know. it was great to see you know first American to play and win a Champions League final. So, yeah, and he was close to scoring too. He was, and what was funny, I got up and I got up and I checked Twitter when I got up, and like everybody was going crazy, like he missed this like easy goal, and like it was like a Wondolowski miss, like it was, you know, an easy open net. I watched, it, I was like, that's a really tough goal, like he and he he wasn't yeah. like he hooked it crazy wide; it went just by the post. Like yeah, yeah, it it just yeah. But yeah, I, I, I guess a lot of talking point after the game was City's lineup. Like Pep, Pep benched a couple of guys that like basically started every game this year. Um, I didn't see the whole lineup, but I know yeah, Aguero I really... came on late and a, somebody else came on late. So yeah, I think I think it's it's a tough decision. I think, but I think Aguero came on too late. Yeah. I think he came. I think he came on with only like fifteen minutes left, and, right. and that's that's not a lot. That's not a lot of time for not a, final, a player, no. a player like Aguero, right? You know, um, you know, but he's gone. He's already with Barcelona, and he's moved on. So I don't think he really cares. No, <laughs> but so it was a it was a really good game. Like that's yeah, all you can really ask for, you know, when it's when it's not and your that, team. So, and I was happy that. City lost, so. and I know you were. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm fine with yeah, that. Absolutely. Uh, if I'm a cheer for one, it's gonna be Chelsea over, over City every time. So absolutely. So, all right. Absolutely. So our next sports story. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the um, Naomi Osaka uh, sort of uh, situation this week? Yeah, and I'm actually glad that you put it on our. Uh, on our mm. agenda today, because I want I wanted to talk about it, because there's okay. a few things that I kind of want your opinion about. All right. Um, so for those who don't know, um, she basically came out like a day or two, maybe three or four days uh, out from the French Open, saying that uh, for her mental health, 
she was not going to do any interviews during the tournament, which is required by the event. Um, she had her first round match. She did not do the uh, interview. She was fined $15,000 uh, for that and um, basically said that if she keeps doing it, they will disqualify her from the tournament. So today she uh, withdrew herself uh, and put out a statement saying um, basically she's been having mental health issues when it comes to uh, depression uh, since 2018 and she was going to take some time off to try to work on herself. Um, so what were your thoughts, Choss, and what, would you, what were the questions you wanted me to ask or wanted you to ask me? I'm I'm completely in support of this. I I think she has every right to, and I think every athlete has the right to do an interview or not do an interview. Um, I think it's kind of bullshit that it's in their contracts to do these interviews, um, especially when reporters ask stupid fucking questions. Um, and ask triggering questions and you know because they're trying to get you know an edgy side of you or they're i mean i i'm not saying all reporters are like that you know but you know reporters will ask the you know questions of oh well you know your dad just died last week you know how how did it feel playing your game today well obviously it was pretty shitty because my dad died like do we need like i don't feel that those questions like that need to you know need to be asked you know, and, and that's what, you know, reporters do, you know, reporters ask those, you know, those triggering questions. And um, if an athlete is having, you know, some, some mental health issues and, you know, she doesn't want to do that, I'm, I, I'm completely okay with it. You know, um, I don't know. Do you have, are you, you not? No. Really? Uh, I have this, this uh, argument with Megan today. Um now, I, I want to say that I'm completely for, you know, I understand people have mental health issues and I'm happy that she's going to work on them. Um, but like you said, it's in their contract. They're professional. When you get into this, you know what's expected of you and you're not doing your job. Your job is to play tennis, get people to watch tennis so you make more money. The She's fine cashing the checks for the TV broadcast. She's fine cashing the checks from her sponsors. Well, this is part of what you do to cash those checks. She's the highest paid female athlete in the world right now. People want to hear from her. That's her job. Play tennis, bring attention to the sport, and to her sponsors and to herself. If she doesn't want the attention, then retire. Go play tennis in a club somewhere for free to nobody. But you're a professional athlete, I... just like every other sport. And I understand the reporting sometimes isn't fun. Like, they're terrible. Some of the questions, like you said, are terrible. Like, it, they're, they're dumb questions. They answer the same thing over and over again. But that's part of the job it just is the 
everybody makes money on people watching, reading about, getting to know these players, getting to like them, you know, and then just reading about them. Like, that's that's part of it. Like, getting the information out so people care about the sport is important. If nobody's watching, there's no tour. The fans need to be engaged, you know? So that's my thought. I agree and I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I think because nobody teaches you at that age how to deal with the media or how to deal with that pressure. And I don't think, I don't think, I mean, neither of us understand what that kind of pressure is like. True. I mean, she's, she's, she's only 23. Right. You and she I mean? started and, when she was, you know, 18, maybe right. probably younger, so I, but. Right. So I don't, I don't know, you know, what things have been taught to her, but I'm just assuming that, you know, nobody teaches these athletes right. the hard side of things. It's, it's the good things of, all right, we'll just train and I'll right. get you this deal and I'll get you this. No one says, oh, well, you know, you might get mentally fucked up from all of this. So, and again, you know, I'm good not luck. saying that I'm not, I'm not doubting that she has a no, mental issue. No, I, like, I get it. I know. But it's part of being professional. A professional athlete. But but yeah, but but you're also saying, you know, just well, you know, too bad, pull your socks up and you know, get over it. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna get paid to be an athlete, get over it. Do it or just so, don't or don't be a professional. So what so would you have do you have that same Okay, what did you think about when Marshawn Lynch had the I'm just here so I won't get fined? Great. If she wants to show him do it, great. So as long She's as she profo- shows up, as long as she shows up, as long as she shows up, that's her job. Show up. If she doesn't want, if she, if she just wants, doesn't want to answer it, I think it's dumb. But I'm I'm okay with her doing it. But show up. Okay. Like and so the other thing that like last year she was very much an advocate for Black Lives Matter. You know she wore the Black Lives Matter mask. She also she was fine doing press when it was okay. When it was that? Like you, she could find her everywhere doing all kinds of breasts. If she can do that, she can answer a couple questions about her tennis game. Like that. Okay. In my thought, that's that's in my mind. I understand it's not fun. I'm not saying it is, but it's part of being professional. Look at Kyrie Irving. He's a big fucking baby when it comes to this too. You know, he's like, oh, all you shills and all this other stuff. Like, no, just get there and answer the question. It happens. That's part of being professional. Or just stop covering games altogether. No, no, no games will be broadcast anymore. You know. Okay. Yeah. Because no, I, I mean, I get that. Now, if they want to get rid of these big press rooms and all this other shit, where reporters just fire questions at guys. That's fine. Have it be more one on one. You know, where it's a more of an intimate setting. It doesn't have to be in a press room in front of a stupid banner and all. If you want to have like a one on one with reporters, I'm fine with that. Yeah, or you know, like and even just honestly, like even just even just smaller, like just a right. couple reporters. Right. And... and honestly, she did her after match interview on the court. You know, they have that guy comes out in the court, ask her a question after the match. That's fine. Honestly, I didn't even care. She just does that. At least just do that, so that fans get some sort of interaction with you, as opposed to just watching you, because it's important. Yeah. For fans to interact with these players, or at least feel like they are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Especially in a sport like tennis, where there's not a big viewership, anyways. 
So if you can sell yourself and get, I mean, that's why the Williams sisters are so, you know, popular and why they help tennis so much, you know, like it, it's not the hardest thing. I, maybe I just don't understand her mental illness enough. You know, she said, like, again, she says, like, she has a, a social uh, anxiety about speaking in front of, of big crowds or whatever in front of people. But, you know, last year when she was talking about Black Lives Matter, which is an important issue, she was fine talking about that all day. But when it comes to people questioning her tennis, then she has a problem. You know what I'm saying? And then then, then you can't have it both ways. You you, you, you can't be fine speaking on one thing but not the other. You know, that's that's my my thought. No, you're right. I get that. I said I might be wrong. You know, Megan thought I was wrong too. Megan agreed with you. So yeah, I mean, because it, I mean, it just I, I I get where you're coming from. Of you know, you you were had no problem last year, and then now all of a sudden it's a problem. But then with someone who you know deals with you know with mental with mental health stuff. I mean, I've dealt with it my whole life, or as long as I can remember, at least. You know, like I do know that like it it constantly changes. And so, Megan said the same thing. You know, so maybe so I don't, don't understand mental illness enough. That's, that's no, probably I mean, true. I, but yeah, I mean, but you know what? But it also affects everybody differently. You right. know? So, I mean, I, I really don't know. Um, I don't think it's something that he, that she should be ridiculed for. I mean, she, I think she kind of took the high road with the fact of like, all right, well, if you're just going to keep finding me, then I'm just going to withdraw from the tournament. Right. You know? So, you know, I, I I get it, but I I get what you're saying. So, I you know, I wish they could have worked it out. I wish she would have said this before the tournament, like more than like a day or two, because all it did was look like, oh, I don't want to do interviews, which is right. basically you know what it seemed like when you do it two days before the tournament starts. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. So, like I said, I might be wrong. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn more information and things will change. But in my eyes, I get it. It sucks for these athletes when they got to talk. They answer the same question every day, but it's just it's part of the game, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. Um, so that takes us to our next uh, sports thing because this has to do with, with athletes and, I guess, more with fans. Um, during the NBA playoffs, it's happened a numerous actually multiple times now uh, where fans have had some sort of altercation with uh, the players um, coming from the most recent one with a water bottle being thrown. That wasn't even the most current one. You didn't see what happened today? No, I didn't see what happened today. A fan ran on the court and slapped the backboard during the game. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I, yeah, I saw, I saw that one. So that was today, and then, yeah, there was the water bottle, and then there was the popcorn thrown on Kyrie. Which, I mean, you got to pick nope. a better person to throw nope. the popcorn. Russell at. Westbrook. The water bottle was Kyrie. Oh, see, it's, you, you like, you got to pick different people because you're picking <laughs> the worst. You're, you're picking the most annoying people. And then to, the the spit to Trey Young in New yeah. York. Yeah. So all of the so all of these fans have been identified and either banned uh, for life from these home stadiums. Um, the one who threw the water bottle has been arrested and he's being charged with 
aggravated assault, I believe. Um, which I think is a little harsh, but, right? Um, I don't know. What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on 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 all of this? So the NBA has a big problem, and it has for a while, but it just hasn't either cared about solving or have found a solution. The fans are too close to the players. You know, I, I, we, you know, we know this in soccer. It happens a lot with, you know, throwing bananas at black players or, or doing chants. But very rarely do you get interaction between a fan and a, and a player, like on the field or close to the field. Very rarely. Uh, football, you don't really see it. Hockey, obviously, there's glass. Baseball, they're close, but now with the netting and everything like that, you don't see it that often either. But when you have fans that are, what, feet away from players? Oh, there's sometimes literally less. Fe- there's literally seats behind the bench. Right. Um, you know. Next to the then, court on the other side. Yeah. Um, you don't have boundaries on the, on the field of play where you do in other sports. There's a, there's a wall everywhere else in sports except for in basketball. There's no, there's no way to stop people from coming in. You know, this goes back to the the malice in the palace when you know Ron Artest ran in the stands, um, and now that players are more outspoken and hated more, you're getting these interactions, um, and mainly play uh, people fans are just fucking stupid. That's probably the main reason why it's, it's happening. Um, it, it, it's a terrible thing. I hope they can find a way to fix it because it could lead to something awful if this keeps getting any worse. I mean, these sports haven't learned since the Monica Sellis incident, that, you know, 30 years ago when she was stabbed on the court. Like, I'm not saying it would, it's going to happen in the NBA, but these people are really close. You know, what happens if a group of guys jumps – somebody on the court in the middle of a, a playoff game or a regular season season game or anything like they need to find a way to fix this. Um, and I, I don't know if there's an answer without putting some sort of boundary on the court. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I was trying to use the argument of, well, you know, it's been a long time since we've had fans you know, maybe, you know, people are just I, I think of, that is part of it. Like, people just don't know how to act in the stadium anymore. I think that is part of it. I, I think it, I, I, I agree. But then also, I mean, Westbrook's always had problems with crowds over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, there's been problems with um, a few different uh, athletes with, you know, with with fans. Um, And yeah, I think you might be right. I think people are, I think people are too close. Um. I said, especially in the NBA where, you know, there's no helmets, there's no barrier. People hear everything back and forth. Um, and, you know, I wanted to say Kyrie is crazy when he said there's a, a bit of racism in it. But it's always seems to be a white, a white guy messing with a black man. That always seems to be the case. Yeah, and and you could say, yeah, because that's who the customers are in most places. But it 
just always seems to go that way, you know? Yeah. No, you're you're right. I I saw I saw he had said that, and I'm like, ah, that's. I feel like. I mean, maybe maybe there is some truth like, to it, but I, I, I and we don't know. I, like they must hear. I can't imagine what their Twitter messages look like and what they hear at stadiums. Like I can't imagine. Right. right. Um, I I think I think there's I think there's some truth to that, but then I also think it's a bit of a stretch. Like I I think it's a little both. Okay. I mean, I, I guess know, I see that's, that. You know, especially. Especially coming from Kyrie, because I know he's a little crazy. That's the problem. So that's this why, is a bad like, messenger, because I fucking hate Kyrie. So yeah. it's a bad messenger. The guy's a nut. I mean, I wish <laughs> we could have like a whole episode about just Kyrie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think there needs to be a solution. I think Adam Silver needs to come out and actually like. Yeah, at, at this point, you you start you start finding franchises, you find it find find the team. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know, know what I, I don't know what they can do. I really don't like. I mean, I understand, and and then, and then, you know, people are like, "Oh, well, did you see Kyrie? He stepped on the the Celtics logo." And I'm like, "Dude, it's a fucking like right. fucking relax, right. dude. It's a logo. Like, get the fuck like, it it's a logo for a a, a, a like I don't know. I was gonna say a make believe team that like does it like it's all just." It's all just fabricated. Like people, I know that you and I like are very passionate about sports. We're very passionate about our teams and things like that. But like, I've never thought about throwing shit on the field, no. rushing the field, DMing an athlete, being like "fuck you." And I hate some athletes. And I've never thought about that. I think yeah. it's just dumb fucking fans or just dumb people in general who yeah. thinks that's the way. That's one of the things I hate about I hated about soccer culture, you know, being in a supporter group was the the hatred, just the, the vitriol that goes on between just groups of fans. Like I prefer to just root on my team instead of fucking, you know, motherfuckering another team. Like I've never understood that. Like I'd rather just root for my team. Yeah, I could say I could hate the Yankees, but I'm not gonna do a fucking chant for an hour. About how about their mothers or whatever you know it might be you know, right? I mean I I'm I'm all for you know having a ch- you know having a chant against the other team, but yeah, like I'm not saying you know let's chant for like an hour right against the other team and you know like you know or call you them the N word or call them monkeys or throwing bananas yeah, like on the field in- like we do with soccer like <laughs> yeah I don't know I never I never understood the um. I mean, I always bo- I always booed the shit out of out of uh, of Keen when when I saw him play with. I get it. The Galaxy. booing is <laughs> booing but, is different. Like that's but, different. But and it wasn't because he would play for the Galaxy. It was because of what he did in the Premier League. Why right, I was booing. Of course. Him. You know what I mean. And it was like it was like when we were um, we went to one of the season openers for LAFC, and mm-hmm. the the season opener was against uh, Inter Miami, and where the supporter section is right here, the Beckham was literally sitting in a box, like right here, right. and he's and he's staring. He's on like our side, and he's like staring at us, and they're all like chanting at him and like booing at him. And I'm over there like waving at him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they all they all have this vendetta against him because he played for the Galaxy. The Galaxy, like, dude, right? Like, I'm like, that's a Manchester United legend. What right, are you right, about? right. Leave that beautiful man alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, but but you know, he he he's. 
he was a good sport about it, and he was like, he was laughing and like, oh yeah, you know, I'm he, sure, yeah, you know, things like that. Because I mean, the the guys, the guys, he's heard, heard it all. Like anyway. he heard, I'm sure that's. I mean, he's probably heard some brutal fucking chants, especially yeah. with who his wife is. Like, you know, absolutely. I can't absolutely. imagine what he's heard. Like that was that was that was G compared to the the PG thirteen the R he's heard before. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but but back to the NBA and stuff. I I definitely do feel like there needs to be some sort of solution, and I don't think there's going to be one anytime soon. I no, because I think the whole appeal to basketball is being that it's just open, that it's a it's still a play, a you know, for the most part, a playground game. You know, no walls, no boundaries. You know, sort of things like that. But they got to do something because you know, and I know these are isolated incidents. You know, that's one guy in whatever, 17,000 that were there. So he's going to have yeah. those bad apples, but I don't know how you discourage it enough to make it not happen. Because yet that guy is going to be banned for life, right? Right. But anybody could buy his ticket. And then no, if he just so goes with... No, like, so apparently, so all of them are banned from that. Like, okay, so I think one of them that got banned from in like Philadelphia, he's banned from all events at Wells Fargo. No, 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 I get that. But if somebody else buys his ticket, like he can just go in with a regular ticket. There's nowhere stopping you. You put some glass. Yeah, There's no know. facial recognition. Only if yeah, you get in trouble again works. and they boot you and find your name, then you'll be probably arrested for trespassing. But there's no way to I mean, like. Yeah, there's no way to like stop secu- you. It's not like security has like a right. Like this. So like, right? Is okay, that you, nope, right? Good. Come you know, on. if he grows a beard or whatever, they're not going to be able to know who it is. As long as he doesn't buy his ticket, there's no way. And, you know, pace, I don't know how they can tra- – they can't track any of that, you know? Yeah. I think if I if I arrested somebody and I'm like – and they'd done all this work, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just more impressed that you went through all this trouble to get, <laughs> back, <laughs> get back in the arena. But, like, yeah. Yeah, you can't tell me if whatever band he likes comes and is – his friend buys a ticket that they can't hide him to get in the stadium. Like there's right. You know, so yeah, I don't know. They get, they got to hand out more, uh, a harsher punishment. I don't know what the answer is to be honest, but yeah. they got to do something. So, so, um, okay. So let's move on to our movie of the week. All right. Um, last week I had suggested that we watch army of the dead on uh netflix uh starring dave batista and um we decided we're not gonna watch it um <laughs> no i didn't the... did i tell you i was already a half hour in before yes. it's actually yeah yeah so so i looked in the already early on and i was like this movie's two and a half hours fucking long like i had already just watched cruella which was two hours and 15 minutes so right. when i saw this was two and a half a movie that i don't I'm not going to like anyways. I was like, uh, hey, Josh, how set on you were, <laughs> were you to uh, watch this movie? Right. And I had actually just spoken to Daniel about it. And I said, hey, I said, you know, how was Army of the Dead? You know, trying to get a feel like, you know, like how excited am I going to be to watch this? And he just basically said, you know, it, yeah, it kind of sucked. It wasn't as good <laughs> as, you know, they kind of marketed it as. There wasn't really a lot of action and... So as soon as you said that, I said, all right, fine. We're not watching it because I didn't want to spend two and a half hours of my life watching it either. Um, so I had the idea to basically uh, 
uh, let's we you know you and I just watched the Friends reunion on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, so we both did that. So we're just going to talk about that, and then I am going to reveal which franchise won um, our franchise movie segment, um, and that's going to be the franchise that we're going to watch first. But we'll kind of go more into that. So, um, what did you think of the Friends reunion? I really liked it. Like it brought back a lot of memories. Like it was real. I thought it was really great. I really enjoyed it. And I was a little worried going in because I'm not a James Corden fan. So I, when I was like, "Oh, he's in. He's in, this is gonna be fucking awful." Um, but he he was very uh, low key and he wasn't in it much. And uh, besides that, I, it was great. It was great seeing them back on the set. Uh, Friends was an important. Uh, sitcom in our family just because it was i think it was the first one that like our whole family watched like it was our family's show um so it brought back a lot of memories um it was my favorite show for for probably over a decade it was my favorite show i used to record it off regular tv the episodes i didn't you know the episodes i didn't you know this is before dvds yes i'm still that old uh we used i used to record it off off my vhs VHS, uh, the episodes that I liked and, and watched them over and over again. And, and so it was a really important show to me. And uh, I really liked it. How about you? I had, I had a couple, like, would you, would you call them, like, revelations? Okay. Um, I've always been a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. That's, never been, uh, that's never been the issue. Um, I remember... My parents watching it when we lived in England. You know, the show started in 1994, so we were still living over there. Um, and then, you know, I remember watching it, you know, after when we moved here. I remember watching it when I was in high school. Um, I think it was, you know, it was still going on. So I think I remember watching live, you know, when Ross and Rachel were on a break. Right. You know, and that sort of thing. Um it might be kind of a bold statement, but I think it might be probably in the top three of the greatest TV shows that's ever been on TV. Because so, I'd like to say it's the best. Like, when you get best, there's, there are really great sitcoms. But I think, like, cultural relevance. Right, and I think... This I think, has okay, to be, So maybe, yeah. like, the, one of the most, like, impactful shows... Right. Because I because then I said because then while I'm watching it, I started thinking like okay like if the office did a reunion like this like would it be as big and I'm like no it wouldn't like Seinfeld no it wouldn't it wouldn't be as big you know uh, Parks and Rec it wouldn't be as like they would be fun reunions right but to see them go through and then you know to see to hear you know other people talk about you know the impact they had like yeah like there were parts where like I got like you know I got a little emotional of course you know? and it's it's yeah, it was it was it was really good. I really think they could have. I feel parts of it were rushed. Yeah. Um, I think they could have they could have done a whole series. And, and I'm not I sure think. if it was rushed because of COVID, because obviously it was shot, you know, during that time. Um, or you know, obviously we're still in it, but I mean, during the height yeah. of it, it was really shot. Um, so I don't know, you know, what obviously I think they would have had more people on stage with them. It would have been a bigger. But the like, you know, the producers were the audience, you know, the kind of setting of apart, you know, Chandler and Monica's parents, Elliot Gold, and I don't remember 
uh, Blythe Danner, they were sitting far apart, like they were on well, stage. Had people, yeah. On I, camera. Think, I think I think that that part was that part was rough because it was like, oh, there's Monica and Chandler's or yeah. you know Mon- Ross and Monica's parents, and they're like, hi, and then they ask one question, they're like, all right, cool, thanks for joining. Yeah, us. Like, and I'm like because and I and I think it would have been different if they all could have been on the same stage. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then same with like Gunther. Like, I wanted to hear more from Gunther, and then right. I wanted to hear more from you know from Tom Selleck, and like there was there I'll was so you, many. Sub, Tom Selleck, fucking amazing. He's seventy six years old. Dude, he, he looks, looks amazing. He looks the same. <laughs> you know, looks a um, little older, but not much. Like, yeah. Um, but I feel like he's been fifty for a hundred years. Like, I feel like he's always been that same. Like, I had you watch Mister Baseball. He looked the yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He looked the same in Mister Baseball as he yeah. did on the Friends reunion. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, I just that's the only thing I wish. Um, seeing as how they did it, I wish they could have gone more in depth. Um, because I would have wanted to see more like behind the scenes stuff, or more bloopers, or like you know more interviews with you know more guests. I feel like they could have brought so many more guests. Right on you know and i'm um, surprised they i'm surprised they didn't have like paul rudd because that paul was rudd the one was a, that surprised he was, me he was a huge part and of the he show. was the only guest star in the finale like yeah. in the finals episode he's there he's the only yeah. like non-regular cast member that who said that you know yeah and then and, you know and then you know yeah they had they mentioned ben stiller but then what about um you know joey's roommate when chandler moves out adam goldberg you know? yeah dude hilarious and then right. what about you know Joey's Joey's roommate, the the girl roommate, right? You know, oh, like uh, the, the, uh, Molly Sims. Yeah, there there were so many, and then I'm surprised they didn't have um, Carol. Oh, that you know that was a good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's the one. You know, like there there were so many people that they could they could have had on, and I think they could have made it longer. And I think it would have been really cool if it would have been like a series. I think because of the whole COVID thing, they yeah. had probably cut down on who was there. Yeah, because uh, you're right. Um, but the ones I mean, they did have a you know good number, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I think going back to what you were saying about the the relevancy of the show, I think it's because it was the the most important sitcom during like the age of the internet, the beginning of the internet, the beginning of home DVDs of reruns on TV or streaming. You know, I think that was I think Friends was probably the first like streaming show that most people watched. Yeah, yep. well, because, like because I mean, it, it was it was the la- I think it was one of the last shows that was a part of that era of like the mob of the 90s of seeing a celebrity of like, you know, when it showed those pictures of, you know, or those those clips of, you know, where, where you'd see like the the mob of fan base, you know, chasing the Spice Girls or like, you know, right. you, we've seen it now a little bit with, you know, like with Justin Bieber or, you know, like the Jonas Brothers, but not as much like that, but but, but I think it's because of the internet. Because... You know, we get more news about celebrities because we see them more. Right. No, no, no. Exactly. So I, th- I think it was definitely. Um, yeah, it, it was really good. I if if you're a, a fan of the show at all, yeah. Even if it's for just sure. a little bit, I really, really highly recommend it. I, there was a couple things that I was like, like when they said fifty-two million people watched the finale, you're like, holy shit, that's a lot yeah. of people. And they averaged twenty-five million people a week, like during yeah. their their best years. And I'm like, if you get like eight now, ten now, you're considered a major hit. They were yeah. getting twenty-five million. Well, I and, mean, but but also that was a different time where people couldn't just oh, I'll just watch it tomorrow. I'll just stream it tomorrow, or I'll right. stream it 
next well, obviously season, right you know yeah. what i mean like, tv's changed but right um, yeah the the whole team but yeah that's that was in, that was incredible and then when they were talking about guest stars i was surprised that they mentioned brad pitt because like she, even Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston brought it up, which I was surprised. I think at this point, I don't think they really fucking care. You know, no, what I mean? but it like, was just, it was just if all the guest stars to bring up her ex husband, which I was like, oh, that's interesting, because that's yeah. one of my favorite episodes. So I was, well, I'm surprised they didn't bring up. I mean, because you know, I don't know. There was just so. I mean, they did, they they didn't even mention the fact that Bruce Willis was on it. No, like there's a know? lot of big stars they just did not was, mention. It was crazy. There was, yeah, there was a lot, and I'm like. You chose these people to bring back, and right? Then, like, I don't know. It was, it was. I good. wish Danny DeVito would have been there. His oh, episode's God. one of my favorite too. Like, with the long stripper, arm with so the fuck. I laugh every time. That's one of my favorite episodes. Like, that and the Brad Pitt are two of my probably top ten episodes. Yeah, it was. I think I have we done that before. Our top ten friends episodes. Oh, I don't know if I could do it because I, I would need to like rewatch everything. I'll start right. rewatching it and then right. we can do it. Let's do it. Because I think you already have it written down somewhere. I did it as an exercise a couple I'm months sure. ago or a couple years ago. Because I, I have like my top 10 Office, Parks and Rec, and Friends episodes, I think. Just for what? Like conversation? Just starters? for, yeah, me and Megan did it just for fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was really good. I'm glad I watched it. And I know I was kind of like, Maybe I was a little down on it last week when I was when when I was talking about it because I was right. like, oh, like you were. I feel like oh, you know, they kind of advertised it as it was going to be another episode, and it's just right. you know this, but it, it was it was very well. And done. I thought their answer on a reunion or another episode or a movie, I thought it was perfect. Like that's yeah. that's it was it was right. The season the the movie in, or the the series ended perfectly. There's no reason to change everybody it. Everybody had a happy ending, so there's no reason to change it. Right. And like you said, like it would just, it would have to unravel the happy ending to right for what for one episode. No, it's not like, worth it. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. So, um, all right. Well, so with that being said, um, we are gonna have a new segment uh, starting next week. Uh, so you guys feel free to watch along with us. Um, we are gonna be watching uh, a movie franchise. So rather than watching, are we crappy... just watching one a week or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not gonna. No, we're not gonna watch all of them in one week. No, no, um, no. But I figure maybe one or two a week. But one's fine. Yeah. What? No, we'll just do one a week. That's fine. Um, so the final came down to Harry Potter and Jurassic Park, and uh, to Justin's great joy, <laughs> uh, Harry Potter has won. Of course it did. I knew it was going to. Like, yeah. It, and, it was, and it, it my was sister and Megan were telling me that what the percentages were and i knew i already knew it was coming so yeah yeah so um i mean if you already know the percentage then you know we don't need to no i don't know the, i don't know the final percentage the final percent uh i don't even i don't even know if i have a final percent let me see right. let me see so have you seen any of these franchise like have you seen this at all Oh, what do you mean? Have I seen Have I seen Harry Potter? Yeah. Any you seen all of them? Yeah. Okay, I haven't. I've only seen the first one. I have a tat- I have a Harry Potter tattoo on my arm. Oh, do you? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you also have a Liverpool cha- tattoo on your chest, but you don't like them either. That's not a Liverpool tattoo. Whatever. <laughs> um, so it was twenty-two votes for Harry Potter and eleven for Jurassic Park. Okay. 
So shout outs to those eleven. Um, hey, Jackie voted for Jurassic Park, so there's good that. job, Jackie. Um, but no, what, we, who, we got, who did Megan vote for? Um, <laughs> Harry Potter. Of course, we did. <laughs> yeah, along with your. That's what I told you. Oh, I knew my oh, sister did. Oh, and your and your and your friend Justin, he voted for Harry Potter too. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, so there's that. Um, and then I remember this person. I don't know who that person is. Okay. Um, so we're going to watch Harry Potter. I'm yep. excited. I haven't actually watched them in a while. So, I mean, it's not like I forgot what happened. So, so um, like I said, I know I've seen the first one. Okay. And that might be where my Harry Potter ends. Okay. Well, so this is going to be good. So when you're watching it, um, if you have questions, save the questions and then we can talk about it. You know, right. ask your questions, and then I can, you know, we'll, I'll try and educate you, and then we'll talk about things, and it, it's going to be exciting. I'm so excited. Just know I'm going to hate this, just so no, you know. No, you're right. not. No, you're I not. Am. It's, it's going to be good. You and it's not because hate... they're bad movies. I don't even know if they're bad, but it's not my my normal genre of movie. Okay, so? You, so. It, it gets, it, you, you'll notice that, like, the first one is the most, like, childlike like right. geared towards children. And then by the time it gets to the last one, it's like very matured. All right. Um, so that's kind of like all that. I mean, I don't want to spoil nothing. All right. So I'm excited. So everybody listening, if you guys want to watch along with us, um, please feel free. Those 22 people uh, watch along with us and you guys can hear how much Justin likes. Well, they could all, they could have voted for Jurassic Park and still, uh, Still watch Harry Potter too. No, those eleven people, you're not allowed to watch the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, wait, wait, whatever. What is eight weeks, nine weeks until we start Jurassic Park? Because yeah. we're doing Jurassic Park next. Yeah, we'll do Jurassic Park next, and then we'll we'll throw all the movies back into there you go. Uh, the, the rotation. So, yeah, I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. So some uh, some good movies. So, um, anything else before we head out? No, I think that's it for the. That's it for this week. This week, okay. Jeez, I started cool. my way through that. I yeah, think you did that's a little bit. Good for this week. I think that's good for this week. All right, sounds good. Um, okay, so thanks for listening, and uh, you can find us on Instagram at Revolutionary Friendship, and you can find us on Apple's. Apple, I was going to say Apple Podcast, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcast, you can find us there. Um. Again, thanks for listening, and uh, take care of yourself, and take care of each other, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.